Hello there, Radiant Fire Radio. This is your host, Christopher, and I'm here talking about the latest topic. The prophetic word that was released by Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, subtitled The Reign of Baal. This is a particularly disturbing word, um, and I think this really reveals the fruits or the lack of fruits from Rabbi Khan. I'm saying this because there is a movement inside of the church, inside of the Republican Party, that is aimed at destroying President Trump. It's the movement called Never Trumpers. And when these never Trumpers are exposed, they tell their whole story about how they never really believed that President Trump was of God. So when we go into this prophetic word, there's some of these things that I agree with, but I'm going to highlight the parts that I disagree with. Rabbi Khan opens up and he talks about former President Bill Clinton and his wife Hillary, and everything that he said in there concerning both of these two individuals, I believe to be 100% true. Which is why it makes this prophetic word that he gave completely dangerous. <clears throat> it's dangerous because it's mixed with some false... I am a fan and a frequent listener to the Perry Stone. And Perry Stone is a excellent Bible prophecy teacher. And he deals a lot with types and shadows. One of the things that I've always heard him say is that there are times when a type and a shadow fits perfectly for a particular situation. Rabbi Khan, and here's kind of like where I'm up in the air at. I'm up in the air on, did Rabbi Khan do this intentionally? Or did he get tricked and deceived by what's going on? Because of all of the mess that has been going on behind the scenes against President Trump, I just have a hard time believing that this is not intentional. There's a couple of things that Rabbi Khan has, has said, not said, and it appears that he's not a fan of President Trump. Can't prove this. It's just something in my guts. And it's the way that he presented this prophecy that really has me questioning and wondering what's going on. So I want to listen at some, some pieces, the remaining parts of this prophetic word. We're going to start in about seven minutes and seven seconds into his latest prophetic message, the reign of Baal. And let's listen at what he has to say. In 2016 and is leaving office in January 2017. How many years Obama on the national stage? 12 years. The ancient king, his prototype, was on the national stage for 12 years. Joining that ancient... 
ancient king in the palace was the former first lady. So joining Barack Obama in the White House was the former first lady, Hillary Clinton, as secretary of state. Now, then comes a change. Now, I'm sharing the foundation that's in the book, The Paradigm, and I'm only giving a nutshell. There's so much. So I believe what he just said about uh, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, fitting this pattern of them being two evil people that were working together in, 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 the, in our government. But here's where I break, in my opinion, of what Rabbi Khan is saying. Much more. But then comes a change in the template. There comes the rise of an unlikely man. He's going to be the prototype behind Donald Trump. His name is Jehu. Jehu is different from the others. He's not a politician. He's not of the royal house. He's a fighter. So is Trump. Jehu is wild, impetuous, unpredictable. So is Trump. Jehu begins. Here's where I start to disagree. The churches, some people in the church, some people in the Republican Party see President Trump is wild and impetuous. I don't see that. He's done things that were contrary to what everybody expected him to do, and that's what's made him seem wild. That's what's made him seem like he just flies by the seat of his pants. And I strongly disagree. I believe President Trump is very calculated in everything that he does. It's the media. It's the Republicans who don't like him. It's people in the church who don't like him who are saying he's wild and impetuous. Let's continue on. a race to the throne. He's described, it, it's described in the Bible as a crazy. He's driving the chariot crazily. Well, so was Trump's race to the White House. In the midst of his race to the throne. Now, here's why Rabbi Khan is saying that his race to the White House was so crazy. It was crazy because he did not have the support, the typical normal support from the people in the Republican Party. They fought him tooth and nail all the way through. They fought him tooth and nail through everything that he did. They did not expect him to win. They did not expect him to beat out Jeb Bush. They did not expect him to beat out Mitt Romney. But President Trump had what it takes. He has what it takes now, and he is doing exactly what God has called him forth to do. The problem here is people in the church, people in the Republican Party, who disagree with everything that he's been doing. On Jay, who makes an alliance with the religious conservatives of the land, so did Trump. Specifically, Jehu invites a partner into his chariot, into the race. His name is Jehanadab. He's a, a, a holy man known for his piety and abstinence. So Donald Trump will invite a man known for his faith, his piety, and abstinence to be his partner in the race, Mike Pence. Jehu comes to power in the 12th year of the previous king's reign, the prototype of Barack Obama. So Trump rises to power in the 12th year of Obama's time on the national stage, specifically to January 2017, the time of his inauguration. Then comes a showdown. Jehu versus the nation's former first lady, the former queen. So there comes a showdown in America. Trump versus the nation's former first lady, Hillary Clinton. 
Now it looked as if Clinton would win the election, but the paradigm says that when the two come head to head, the queen, the former first lady will fall and Jehu the warrior will prevail. And that's exactly what happened. So let's go back to Mike Pence. What many people don't understand, yes, President Trump ultimately signed off on Mike Pence's uh, being his running mate, being second in command. These people, Mike Pence was put up by the Republican Party. There was deals made, agreements made that took place behind the scenes and says, we really don't like you, but if you want to prove to us, the Republicans, that you're for us and that you're, you're going to do what's right, we want you to accept Mike Pence as your vice president candidate. It happens. <clears throat> president Trump happened to like Mike Pence. He liked what he saw. And that's the reason why it, it moved forward. It went forward. President Trump loves to make deals. He made a deal. He made a deal and he carried Mike Pence with him. Now, I have seen many, many prophetic words since President Trump started running for office. And these are prophetic words from people in the church who have said, President Trump isn't the president. God is using President Trump to place Mike Pence in office. And they have completely downplayed President Trump, made him less than in honor of Mike Pence. This is completely wrong. So you see why I'm, 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 I'm hanging on to this, that there's a little bit of intention here by Rabbi Khan that President Trump really isn't the president, it's Mike Pence. It's because of Mike Pence's piety and his close relationship with God that President Trump was able to get in. The other thing that, that Rabbi Khan said was that President Trump made an allegiance and an alliance with the Christian community. Yeah, he did, but he made alliances with a whole bunch of other people also. It wasn't the only alliance that President Trump made. He made alliances with a lot of different groups because he's the president for the people. So some of this pattern that Rabbi Khan has is skewed. It's a little misdirected. And, and there's, there's pieces that are being left out. And going back to what Perry Stone said, you're trying to jam something in and, and make it fit, make it look, look like it's a pattern. It's close. The things that he's saying are, are close, but there's some little fine innuendos that are just, it just don't line up. I have always had a problem with the prophetic movement who did not like President Trump. Um, Michael Brown. Dr. Michael Brown. We don't like him because he doesn't represent us. He doesn't represent the church. None of those people forgave President Trump for anything that he did in his entire life because he cusses, because he doesn't fit the pattern of what they would say a church person would fit. He's not ever going to fit that pattern, but they want him to fit into that mold. They want him to be uh, of Jesus Christ, and he can't be. He's supposed to be the king. He's supposed to be the political leader of the free world. And you can't go into certain situations bowing down 
turning the other cheek, and being something that you're not supposed to be. So this is this has been a big problem with the Republican Party and the body of Christ coming against President Trump. Let's see what else Rabbi Khan has to say. Now, how long was Hillary Clinton on the national political stage? 22 years with her husband, then 12 years in Washington on her own. For two years, she retired from public life. Then she came back to run for two more years. So 22 years with her husband and 14 years on her own. What about the ancient queen in the Bible, her prototype? The ancient queen was on the nation's political stage with her husband, 22 years, and then on her own, 14 years. Now, Jehu comes to the capital city to reign. He has an agenda to drain the swamp. He comes against the worship of Baal, which means he opposes the killing of children. He cuts off state support for the cult of Baal. So Trump comes to the capital city, Washington, with the agenda to drain the swamp. He will oppose and seek to cut off state support for the killing of children, abortion. The reign of Jehu represented a reprieve, a holding back of the forces that were impelling the nation's apostasy and fall from God. And that is the significance of the presidency of Donald Trump. It's not about Donald Trump any more than it's about Jehu. But it was to hold back the forces impelling America's fall from God. Now, when Jehu came to the capital city, he destroyed the temple of Baal. When Jehu rises, the temple of Baal falls to the ground. The American Jehu, Donald Trump, began his rise in the summer of 2015 when he declared his candidacy. Now, it turns out there actually has existed a temple of Baal, an ancient temple of Baal in Palmyra, Syria, surviving 2,000 years of world history. The rise of the modern Jehu begins in the summer of 2015. Two months later, the ancient temple of Baal, after 2,000 years, falls to the earth. When Jehu rises, the temple of Baal falls. Now, there's much more in the paradigm that we can't go into. But now we're going to see the mystery of the paradigm take us to the present day and to what's not in the book and that I've never shared. In the days of Jehu, the temple of Baal was in the nation's capital city. It was its capital temple. Could there also be a building in America that would answer to it? In America, we don't have national... All right, now here is definitely where he starts going way off course. I don't know any person in the church that would say the Capitol building is a temple. I just don't. I don't know any uh, denomination, the Catholics, Presbyterians, Baptists, none of them would say that the Capitol building of the United States was a temple. There is the conspiracy theory that Washington, D.C. was set up by the Masons and they did their Masonic worship and they laid everything out in the cross and they did all of these different symbolisms and George Washington was a Mason. And all of that has been proven to be completely and utterly false. So when Rabbi Khan comes in here with the statement that the Capitol building was a temple, he is trying to make the case that President Trump incited the riots on January 6th. 
I don't believe this. I never will. And there's many other people who are out there who don't believe it either. So all of this stuff that this Rabbi Khan is talking about, he's trying to jam it into a pattern, trying to make it fit, and it doesn't fit. So now the Capitol building was going to become a vessel of the agenda of Baal, as in the Temple of Baal. And the critical week was that first week in January 2021, where it would determine which party would lead the Senate and then would officially confirm who would sit in the White House. So it all began with the prayer to a pagan god. The day after that prayer, Tuesday, January 5th, came the vote in Georgia, which would determine who would control the Senate and if the radical agenda would take total control over Capitol Hill. And so it happened. The Democrats and that agenda would take control of the American government. The Capitol building would be in the charge of those who swore to champion and expand abortion, the killing of unborn children across the land. Thus, the Capitol building would become a vessel to legislate the blood of the unborn, and thus a temple of Baal, inaugurated with a prayer to a pagan god, and sealed with this agenda. The day that the results came in as to who would control the government, the Congress, the day it was sealed and announced was Wednesday, January 6th. Remember that day. It was the first time that such a radical agenda came to full power in the American government, a temple of Baal, while a Jehu was still in power. Trump, a Jehu. It all converged on that day, January 6th. And another convergence, January 6th, was the date that another vote would take place on Capitol Hill that would confirm the taking of the White House by the Democratic candidate. It all converged on that one day, January 6th. And the next mystery of the paradigm began, which lay behind an event that shocked America and the world. Now remember, what I'm about to share is the revelation of a template not to assign values or judgments, but to show you how the ancient template replays and what it ultimately means. The mystery I opened up in the paradigm now continues. 1 Kings 10 records that Jehu... King Jehu calls for an assembly in the capital city to gather the people there. It's actually a trick to get the priests of Baal into the temple of Baal and then to act against it. The template means that Jehu will call for people from all over the nation to come to an assembly in the capital city. So the American Jehu, Donald Trump, called. So I want to back this up so you can look at that scripture. Because you need to see what that scripture actually said that he just misquoted. So look at this scripture here. Jehu said, sanctify a solemn assembly, and they proclaimed it. A solemn assembly is a fast. President Trump did not call a solemn assembly. He said he wanted people to come to the Capitol to show their support for him. He didn't call a fast. And Rabbi Khan is being slick with his wording. He knows what a solemn assembly is. He knows what this is actually saying. And by him leaving this information out, this is an attempt, I feel, to trick and to, and to deceive people. You can't let them get away with this. King Jehu calls for an assembly in the capital city to gather the people there. 
It's actually a trick to get the priests of Baal into the temple of Baal and then to act against it. The template means that Jehu will call for people from all over the nation to come to an assembly in the capital city. So the American Jehu, Donald Trump, calls for an assembly, calls for people from all over the nation to come to the capital city, just as Jehu did. Now that day, the template is going to manifest in two ways and two gatherings. One. So, Rabbi Khan goes on to say that President Trump incited the riot. He calls people to come in and tear up and destroy the capital city. There is no proof of this. There is no evidence of this. The news media has said and twisted the words of President Trump. We know for a fact that there's two different groups that have been in Washington, D.C. And the, the peaceful, Trump-loving individuals who were there to support nonviolently and to protest nonviolently were infiltrated by a group of people who did not support President Trump, but they went there with an agenda to cause havoc, to cause uh, mayhem and destruction, and that's exactly what they did. So for Rabbi Khan to ignore all of the evidence that is out there and to try to make this pattern fit with President Trump, it just, it's not right. He's just trying to sell books. There's a lot of things that go on within the prof prophetic realm, the prophetic cycles, that you don't have to make something fit and jam something into a, a, a round peg into a square hole. And this is exactly what Rabbi Khan is doing. So this is why I say that this reveals his heart, his nature, and the intent. And the, the intent is to say that something's wrong with President Trump. I'm sorry, I just, <laughs> you, you can't jam this in there. What happened? What happened? Six of the Republican senators stood and said that the Electoral College should not be moved forward because there's too many discrepancies. The other Republican senators that were there refused to move forward. They sided with the Democratic Party. They sided with the leaders of the Democratic Party and Mike Pence, and they refused to do what they're doing today, going back through those votes and auditing. They've audit, they're auditing Arizona, they're auditing Georgia, and they're auditing Michigan. And guess what they're finding? They're finding that there was corruption in the election. Widespread mass voter fraud took place. Is Rabbi Khan going to acknowledge that? No, because he's trying to sell you a book. He's trying to sell you a book because he doesn't like President Trump, along with the other people who don't like President Trump, because they are a part of the Antichrist spirit, the Antichrist agenda, which is, it, it breaks my heart to know that this kind of stuff is going on because here's somebody who is Jewish. He should understand wholeheartedly 
what God is trying to do. He should understand with everything within him that God is trying to bring the nation of Israel back to him. Rabbi Khan, I don't understand where you're going, but you've been caught red-handed. You've been caught red-handed with this prophecy. And I wanted to make you all aware of this. The things that he's saying are, is not right. You can't make a round peg fit into a square hole. You just can't. I want you to think about these things. Investigate this yourself. Find out what the truth is. Because this, this little prophetic word that he put together, it's not of God. It's not of God. How can you in one hand say that President Trump is of God and then come back and say that he isn't? Something, something's not right. And something's not right with Rabbi Trump. This is the Radio Fire Radio, your host. Go investigate it for yourself. Let's, let's dig into this. We are committed to excellence and truth. We're committed to bringing the whole gospel to you as we go forth in this endeavor in this hour. We pray that God would be with you. His prophetic mantle and his prophetic anointing would be upon your life. Please feel free to contact us at any time with questions, comments, or concerns. You can reach us at Christopher at RadiantFire.org. Like us on Facebook, Radiant Fire Radio Ministries. And you can subscribe to our YouTube page, Radiant Fire Radio Ministries, on YouTube.